Hello and welcome to the We Only Do One Take podcast. It's the only podcast in the world that is a complete chit chat. I am Turch, and with me, as always, is my co host, the CEO, and the only person to get a call from the jerk store. It is Kieran. How are you, buddy? I'm really glad we are not live streaming right now because I've got food spilt here, <laughs> I've got sauce spilt here. I'm just a complete mess. Well, you know, it, I, and and I just thought, you know what? I'm the resemblance of it is a complete shit it, show. Well, this show is a complete <laughs> shit show, and it matches. It just matches our personalities absolutely perfectly. I want to do a shout out. You can do a shout out. Go for I it. I want to do a shout out. I finally listened to Who Are These Podcasts. Oh, excellent. And where, what did you think? Where we are mentioned. Now, yes. I think last week yes. in the episode, I realized Jess pointed out that I called the guy a wanker. You did. Right? And I <laughs> had no memory <laughs> of calling him a wanker. Yeah. Now, I listened to the episode that we're featured in. Yes. And I think they do a brilliant job. It's, it's an awesome a, show. It's just... It's just it's, it's it's great. I, it's a proper I, roasting of I'm something. Hooked. Yeah. I'm hooked on who are these podcasts. <laughs> um, and they play the clip where I call him a wanker. Now, I've listened to it a few times. I still stand by my decision. <laughs> I, st- I know he said that he's not trying to say that he's famous or whatnot. Yeah, but yeah. you know what? I, I stand by it. I think it was a fair <laughs> use of the word wanker. And... Um, I tried and to save it as well. I don't know if you listened to the clips. Yeah. Like, oh, no, he's, he's fun. He's fine. <laughs> I'm not calling him per se a wanker. I'm just calling him for trying to... Not that he attempted to promote himself. No. But I just, you know... Um, I thought it was great. I thought they seemed like good fun. You know, if I go over to America or they come to Australia, I would like to be going on their show. They should come on our show. Absolutely. Yada, yada, yada. I would love to actually... Talk, get Carl on or do something like that. They should review one of our early episodes. Oh, I would love them because I feel do like it. we're much better now. But we they are, need to go back are. to they need to go back to like episode three or something. You, you know, know what? Where we're I'm probably be- really crap. We were, and really we shit. need the roasting <laughs> that we deserve. You know what? the The best thing about if they do decide to review one of our older episodes, which I absolutely think that they should. Like our, second I'll fucking episode. roast it. We should play it back. We'll roast ourselves. Do you want to do a roasting? <laughs> I think on <laughs> I'm up for that. Yeah, next week. All right. We pick an episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We listen to it. Yeah. And we just roast ourselves. Well, the second episode of the podcast where we had Niall on yeah. is easily our most listened to. Yeah. Uh, episode one is is just disgusting and it's stuff like pilot. that. It's yeah. the pilot. It's the pilot. A pilot that turned into this this, this extreme <laughs> stupid, yeah. stupid... I think the joke. first 10 episodes, I was fairly drunk. I think the first 10 episodes... Also, the audio sounds shit in those first ten episodes. That before we got the proper recording equipment and we proper mics, and I started yeah. to mess with all that sort of stuff. I think the tenth episode is when we had MQ on, yeah, which was actually like the, probably the one of the better sounding, or starting to sound better. Um, and he's actually wanted to try and come back on because he's doing a whole bunch of really cool stuff. So we should probably get him back on as well for a roast. Well, we could. Yeah. Yeah, no, we should do the roast ourselves, but we should, we should, and he can come on the show and we can roast him. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun yeah. with that. I think so. I think that would be great. And then let's roast two of these podcasts. Why not? They need a roasting. You I feel what? like they need a roasting. You know what? We should do it. Yeah. We should do it. We, we should, should pick roast an them. episode yeah. and then we should roast them for the thing. I reckon, <laughs> I reckon this is going to be the worst. If we're really living up to our slogan, this is a complete shit show. Yeah. Uh, because we think of these things and suddenly <laughs> we get into trouble. 
for doing this sort of stuff. But that's that's the fun of it. That is the fun. That is the but fun. But Kira and I have a rant. Yes. Because um, I'm, I'm sure you've listened to enough Who Are These podcasts. I've listened to two episodes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The one that but, we feature in it and the latest one where they had that movie guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not sure if you listen. That's really We shouldn't funny. be promoting another I podcast know. No, on no, the it's show, good, it's good. But it's fucking I hilarious. feel like they're friends. I feel like they're friends. <laughs> But I what, called him a wanker, and <laughs> you know we haven't got any retaliation. That's true. So I feel like we're friends. It's all I feel good. like but one of the things. I feel like he's missing the Australian context. That's a that's yeah. a compliment. I'm calling it's a compliment. Well, one of the things they talk about in Who Are These podcasts is about having a good structure for a, uh, a show. Yeah. And as it goes, sometimes a little bit to the wayside. But I think we keep it in line. We're doing the rant and then the stories and then the news articles. I think it's a nice easy thing. <laughs> so let's do it again. We're starting off with the rant, and I have. A fantastic rant for you. Uh, I forgot my... Uh, I was on the road for work mm-hmm. a lot and I didn't have time to sort of um, print out my articles like I usually do. I know, I noticed the a book. I noticed a book and uh, it's been like, you know, I was working from home on Friday and I was using my own computer. I don't actually have a printer here. Mm-hmm. No, I don't have a printer either. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. I like, have a no printer policy at home. Yeah, exactly right. Well, that I don't have space because this is the recording studio, not the printing studio. We're doing it like that. But, uh, yeah, I just don't, I didn't have my printout. So I thought, oh, I better start. I'll write down all my notes. I'll write down all my articles and things I want to talk about, this and that. And as I was writing things down, mm. uh, I realized what my rant was going to be about. Shitty pens. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. <laughs> now, I don't know what it is about pens. You can never find one when you need it. Let's go that firstly. Yeah. Yep. And, here, secondly, here. and secondly, when you do find one that you need, it's always a color you don't want. Because mm-hmm. realistically, you're a man. Yeah. I'm a man. Both subjective. Yeah. But blue, all, blue or black. That's blue or black. That's all I want. Blue and even that, I'm like, just give me a black pen. Mm-hmm. Give me a black pen. Red, very rarely. Give me one that just... And it's got the ink on it, so it just writes. Like, it I just writes. I don't want one... I just want it to, to write and smooth. I don't want it to run out. Yeah. I, I just want it. And people nick my pens. And that's exactly and my pens like, go. So and this, on this Thursday in my office, I had no <laughs> pens. I literally had no <laughs> pens. I was like, where have they gone? This is literally the pen I use to write down my notes. Yeah. You can see it here. It's a, a, a Steedler. I don't even know that's how the brand, how you say it. It's a stick 430. It is a Toyota Camry of pens. It is. It is disgusting. Yeah. And I tried to write with it, and I had to press so hard to get the writing down. And because I was pressing down hard to get the ink out, mm-hmm. it like sort of started to, like you can see, it started to rip some of the paper to go through things, this and that. And you write, but if you try to write without any pressure, no ink comes out of it. Oh, and I hate that. I think pens. I've got some really good ones at work mm-hmm. because I'm like I need good pens at work, mm. and I. And then like the gel sort of like a smooth, beautiful ballpoint with the gel sort of and just beautifully comes out. Easy to write with and you know, you're more inclined to take notes and write a bit neater because you don't have to push and this and that. But shitty pens, I think most pens are shitty. Yeah. And but that's the thing, I don't want to spend two hundred dollars on a like really two hundred dollars. Like, like I would lose a two hundred dollar pen. It, yeah. You're exactly in the same boat that I am. I would love to go, yeah, I'm gonna spend a luxury item. A $200 pen. I can see why men would buy each other a pen for their birthday or something like that. It's like, this is a 200 It's like buying a really expensive watch. It's like, yeah, it does. It tells the time, but it also... Ju- it perfectly tells the time. <laughs> you know? Or, 
you know, it's like buying a really nice... I had this great watch, right? Yeah. And I'm really shattered that I lost it. It was a surfy watch. So it not only told me the time, but it told me the tide. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. It was I pretty didn't know cool. you were much of a surfer. No, I used to be. I used to be a fucking awesome swimmer, right? When yeah. I was really fit. Yeah. I used to be like a state. Which is champion. ironic because your name is Kieran Thorpe. I know. I used, <laughs> I used to be actually. Actually, I don't. I'm not. Wasn't like a state champion. Yeah. But I was in the state champion team. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't win. Yeah, yeah. If that okay. makes sense. But I was in the team. Yeah, just to say you're in the I was team. Just, I was average in the team. I yeah. wasn't like winning golds or whatever. Even though my name is Kieran Thorpe and I'm at the peak Ian Thorpe. <laughs> And Kieran Perkins were like leading the charge, and yeah. everyone's like, "He's got the name. He must be a good swimmer." No, I was, I was good, <laughs> but I wasn't great, right? Yeah. You ticked the box. I ticked so the that's box. The important stuff. I turned up, if yeah. that makes sense. Um, where was I going with this? I don't know. you were good at swimming, but now oh, we also no, the surfing yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Yeah, So I, I used to do squad swimming and swimming, and, yeah. and and I'd go down to the beach every summer for like yeah. a month, and I would surf and boogie board and swim, and it yeah. was great. And then you know you school finishes, and then you turn into a slob. Yeah, like like, I like, said, like now, yeah, and <laughs> and you know, like just just disgusting, just terrible, just disgusting. Yeah, you sort of that routine of school, and yeah. then you go into university, which has no routine. Yeah, and then really fucked you up. And then going back into full time work, you're like, what the hell? People spend all this time in one place doing things yeah. of the same thing over yeah. and over. I completely understand that. Terrible, but. I'll tell you what, I don't know what it is about pens, but they just fuck you over all the time. Mm-hmm. They're either empty, you can't find They're one. very disappointing. You'd think that a pen, like, we would have come up with the technology where every pen was good. See, I'm just shattered that we, we're a little bit too old. We're not of the generation, because I still like to write things down with a pen, mm. but I'm not at that generation where I can write everything on my, like, phone or my laptop. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I still feel like I need to make lists with a pen. Yeah. Or I need to write stuff down. I've got the Surface Pro, which is what we use to record everything. Yeah. It actually comes with like this pen you can use to draw and write things. It's not 100%, but it's pretty good. But the youth of today are using that. They're quite comfortable. They don't need pens. Yeah, exactly right. They're but I would the just technology. Be, I would, but if I had my Surface Pro, I would just be far better off just typing hmm. or just writing things down in a notebook. Like I would find it so much easier because that's the way I've, I've done it uh-huh. for so long. Um, I've noticed. I don't know if you've seen this because you're, a, you know, you're a bit of an academic and this and that. But people just take photos of the screens these days with yeah. their phone. I'm like, how do you learn from that? Like, that's like me getting the slides after a presentation. I'm not going to read these. These are just going to go to the pile of other things. Yeah. I remember the first week of university. I thought to myself, I'm going to print out all my notes. <laughs> and <laughs> like, you know, trying to be the good guy. And, like, one subject was, like, a hundred lecture slides. And I printed them out. Like, even, like, double-sided, that were 50. And then, yeah. I'm like, oh, next week I'll do it four yeah. on a page or f- this and that. Bad decision. I learned very quickly that my best way of learning was just going, what were the learning objectives and writing my own exam questions? Yeah. Yeah. It sounds about and, right. And trying to print notes. That That's what I did. Um, but that's not to do with pens. I know what you're saying about pens. Pens are dis- disgusting. Pens are terrible. Pens are not great. Well, I want to... You know what? I still use a pencil to do, like, calculations and formulas. I'd rather use a pencil. Yeah, but then you've got to carry a sharpener. I'd, I'd, rather, I'd rather get a pencil and a sharpener than 10 shitty pens. Hmm. Like, I'll get you a $200 pencil. 
I would love a two hundred dollar mechanical pencil. <laughs> and you know, I'm not even that big on the mechanical pencils. Oh, yeah. This is like the boringest part of the podcast when we just go. Actually, I don't like this specific type of thing. I was thinking that I was on YouTube. I've got to. I'm. I'm not. I'm going to point it out because yeah. the listeners are listening right now <laughs> and they're thinking it, and I'm just going to say it. Yeah. This is the shittest rant you have ever done. <laughs> you normally yell. You're doing a Kieran rant. Yeah, it's true. You're doing a Kieran rant right now. <laughs> I'm pointing it out to you. That is it's how crap enough. your rant is. I'm very sorry, people. Look, it was a long week. In a hundred episodes time, we're going to review this episode. Yeah, please. And I'm going to be saying exactly <laughs> what I'm saying now. Probably, probably. But look, I was on the road. I was very tired. But I'm still... I ranted about something. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna make. I've got a rant as well. Oh, that's good. It's what a movie you, review and a rant. You got a movie review and a rant. I saw Spider Man last night. Spider Man was Homecoming. It is the it? shittest <laughs> film <laughs> I have ever seen. That is a call. Have never been more disappointed. Okay, in a film. question, question. What is the what is the criteria this time? Is it the fact that he had no legroom? Was it the food, or was the just the film itself? No, legroom was fine. I was stocked up on food. And drinks. There was nothing. I I was so bored halfway through. <laughs> so bored that I got up and went to the candy bar and bought myself a chock top. Because I was like, I've got to get out of this. This is the worst film. The plot doesn't make sense. It's gone away from what Spider-Man is. Marvel have taken it in this weird direction. I don't understand... I didn't understand how these... I got so stuck up. Uh, no, so, like, I can't even remember. But there was, like, they said this line. And then I'd be like, but that character wouldn't say that. Why would they say that? That's just... why I don't understand why they would say that. That just makes no sense. And now and then I'm thinking about it. And then I've got no idea how this... Mo- I was like, who is this This monster turned up? I don't know much about the Avengers or the Marvel or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this, 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 this superhero turns up, right? fighting this monster and I'm like I have never seen any of these characters in any of the previous films of the Avengers so have you seen all of the other Marvel right yeah stuff? I'm like and I'm like I don't know where these have come from they've just seemed to created them out of nowhere yeah and then the good guy turns out to be a bad guy but I was like whoa what a plot twist like I didn't see that coming that was crap but <laughs> and now now he turns out to be some kind of good guy but the reason why he's a bad guy was something related back in one of the other Stark films or something like that. But it didn't... It was, like, poorly executed. It was like they hadn't thought about it, but now, well, we'll just make more money by making another Spider-Man film yep. and we'll try and, like, backfill, but it doesn't quite work. It was shit. It was so crap. And other people were cheering. And I was like, I am disappointed. I can never understand why people would cheer in a cinema. Like, at a, at a live music concert where the people are in front of you completely understand even like a, I walked out halfway through told, yeah I <laughs> walked <chocked> out <laughs> I had more fun talking to the person behind the counter and I was telling them how shit Spider-Man is <laughs> she's like aren't you watching it I'm like yeah, yeah I've walked out oh my god um can you get a how far into a film can you go to get a refund I don't know but I, I I'm disappointed in myself for not asking for a refund <laughs> well speaking of shitty stuff I was on YouTube looking for like new new stuff to watch yeah and i thought what's the weirdest thing you, you know t- we were talking about reviews just before and you know just, you just did a movie review what's the weirdest thing you can review and i found a whole channel that reviews elevators 
<laughs> and I got sucked into the like you know what late like YouTube is like. You just get sucked into something. Like oh. it used to be for me. Like I used to watch all these like videos about Pokemon for some reason. Like, I don't even play the games or watch it. I just like understanding the math behind it or something. This is like elevators. The guys like walking into it. it's like, oh, this is a 1970s <laughs> thing. <laughs> They've redone the lights. Oh, it looks really good. Oh, look how smooth it goes up and down. Oh, it's only three floors. That's very. Why the hell am I watching this? But I couldn't keep. I couldn't look away. Oh wow! I should show you because I have a feeling that you will also be in the same boat as me. Of going, I don't want to watch this. And after ten videos, you're like, actually, that was a pretty nice elevator. I'm just gonna put it out there. I mean, I have been in some crappy elevators. <laughs> I've also been in some good elevators, but I can't review it. But the, this guy's got thirty thousand followers, <laughs> follow, like subscribers on YouTube. I'm like, why? What? What is something really shitty and like you know that we can film together? Go out once a week. Film with two cameras, like, you know, two of our phones, film it. Dogs taking craps in the park. No, that's no. What, that's what we could review. That's a good crap. No, I think we're just going to go along and just review people's fences or something like that. This <laughs> is a really fences. nice fence. Like, look at this. Oh, or shitty fence. Because, yeah, look at this old classic sort of fence. It's not, we've got to just find something, some niche thing <laughs> that people are going to follow. Because this guy's reviewing elevators and getting... Like 10, 20, 30,000 people watching each video. Oh, fuck. That's amazing. That is just... Good on him. Good on him. Well, speaking of people who are getting lots of people following them, have you been following anything about Bella... uh, Belle Delphine? Do you know who she is? Do you know what's happening in the world? This is my... My first news story, obviously, but... I have no idea about the words that came out of your mouth. Beautiful. So, Belle... You are just equivalent to Spider-Man last night. Sounds about right. Well, Belle Delphine. Let me tell you a little bit about Belle Delphine. She is uh, a gamer girl. Okay. Uh, She's UK-based. Yeah. She's an Instagram model. United Kingdom. United Kingdom. American friends. Focusing on cosplay. So, she... Like, you know, remember we had the... um, The cosplay people. Yeah, the cosplay. Why don't you get them back on? They dress up, so she dresses up as characters, but she's a little bit more provocative in their mm. looks and that. She's quite young and she's quite suggestive. So I'm going to show you because I, I know that, like, I'm giving you an idea of what she is. Yeah. But I'm going to show you. So I've got okay. her Instagram up now. All right, we're getting the Instagram up. Just loading. Because okay, that's loading. the way Australian internet is. So this is her Instagram. Now, she started this back in 2015. And since then, she's gained over 4 million followers. So, no, not a bad... Alright, Tooch is putting his glasses on. Not a bad spread, so right? So you can see his Yeah, it's just distant. And you can see why she has so many, so many followers, right? Yeah, yeah. You know... Like, very, very suggestive. Very suggestive. PG very, you know, suggestive. You know, she looks like an anime girl. She yeah. has braces. I don't think she... I think she's like 19 or 20. Yeah. Or I don't know. I don't quite know. I couldn't find her age, which is probably, um, you know, probably a good thing. Yeah. Um, but this is what she looks like. Yeah. NASA supports her. Sponsors NASA her. NASA supports her, yep. yeah. So anyway, so she's been in the news quite recently because okay. she's done something that... If I could do, yeah. I would absolutely do. But I'm going to build up to that. Okay. Because you don't know anything about I it. I don't know anything about so it. So I'm going to give you a bit of history and what happened very recently. Okay. Okay. So 
in 2016, she started a YouTube page. She only has like three videos on there. Mm. And since then, she's moved on and focused in on um, Instagram. On Instagram. As you can possibly see. So she's gained all these Instagram followers, this and that, up to about a million or so. And then she started a Patreon in 2018, mm-hmm. where she has different tiers of levels of support. Can we talk about this, you know, the thoughts or whatever they were called? Yeah, they, so this, they, she's they... kind of part of this. Yeah. Part of this sort of thing. So you can sort of see here, like this is what her thing is. And mm-hmm. for various different levels of her Patreon, you can get certain things. Yeah. So the first one, as you can see, is bronze. So she's basically at the moment doing soft porn. Basically. And does she move into full porn? Well, <laughs> let me talk about that. Okay. First tier is $1 and the final tier, mm-hmm. which apparently someone's actually paid for, yeah. is $2,500 a month. <laughs> and included in that tier. This is bronze or the 2000 No, this is the 2000 yeah. Is You get basically everything for the other ones. Including like some Polaroid pictures, like pr- of just for yourself, premium Snapchat uh, communication. And I think this one here is that um, apparently the person who has it said that once a month she ha- they have an hour Skype call with, with her. Once a month. Once a month. Something like that. There's a whole bunch of other things. You can look it up. It's very interesting. Uh, but on June 2016, mm-hmm. she stated that. I think it was this one. Yep. That she stated that if she, oh, in, you know, if she got a million likes on one photo, she would start a Pornhub account. Okay. That was in June 2016. Oh, sorry, 2019. June 2019. And that photo got 1.8 million. 1.8 million. Okay. And since then, she did create a Pornhub account uh, with no porno on it. She never said she would actually do porn. Oh, I know where this is going. (laughs) Yes. But most recently, and this is what she's in the news about now. So, we don't put any porn up and we get taken down. Yep. Well, she's doing softcore. Okay. I'll give you that. All right. Okay. So, most recently she started an online store where you can buy merchandise. And she has come up with the greatest thing she could ever sell, which gives it, which is no effort this and all. Mm-hmm. At all. No effort on her behalf or anything like that. She is selling for thirty US, uh, thirty pounds or thirty US dollars. I can't remember off the top of my head, but it's say thirty US yeah. dollars. Yeah, a jar of her bath water, <laughs> and someone will buy it. Yeah, and it's a limited run, mm-hmm. of course. And in the first day, it sold out. It sold out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, th- for thirty dollars, uh, she sold all of her bath water, this and that, and people were buying it. Now I've seen various things online, and I wanted to double check it, and this and that, but I couldn't verify a lot of things. Mm-hmm. I saw one person's a Facebook comment, this and that, saying he actually bought three. Yeah, one for him to uh, to keep, mm-hmm. one for him to use as a masturbatory aid. And one to sell in the future because it's going to go up in value. Okay. I saw other things, people going, yep, I've bought like X amount. Uh, people confirming with her if it actually is the water she sat in the bath or where she just like, you know. Uh, but no, there's some pictures of her on her Instagram in the bath where she sort of explicitly sort of says. So, you know, you can't really go and say, you know, it's not. 
the final thing I saw was people trying to resell it because it sold out, resell it on eBay for like fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> wow. Um, I cu- wow. and I was looking for that today before we record it, and I just couldn't find anything. Wow. On eBay, on the UK one, on the Australian one, on the American one, all this sort of stuff. I just could not find anything uh, on eBay. Either they've taken it all down or they've like, you know, they're not allowed to do that. Because eBay does that occasionally. Like, you can't resell certain things. But yeah. So, Belle Delphine, she has literally, I wouldn't say scammed. Scam's a really strong word. But she's definitely played the game in a way. She has built her own leverage. Yeah, she she's built her own leverage, her own brand. She's taken the risks to put herself out there, and she's now reaping the rewards. She's weaving. Well, I would say that she would have to be making on Patreon because it doesn't actually show. Yeah, how much she's making on Patreon, but she easily would have to be making about, I would say, between twenty and fifty thousand US dollars or pounds. Uh, a month, a month. A, a month, yeah. Well, good on her. Plus, plus, like, all the other stuff, like any donations, plus anything, like all her brand sponsorship deals, plus her, her online store, which I'm sure is getting, you know, even if she goes a thousand bottles of her bath water at $30 each, that's 30 grand in a day. That's good on it. I hope she's. Oh. I hope she's being smart with her money, though. Now the only thing is, I hope that she doesn't get caught by this thought audit, because <laughs> I know that's happening. Uh, because I just think she's doing it so so well, and she's basically set herself up for life. But um, yeah, incredible, incredible. The sort internet of stuff. is the biggest money generator. Oh yeah. This century. If you like softcore porn, and you're if you like making softcore porn. And you're a semi-attractive girl. Uh, you can make a lot of money if that's what you want to do. And that's all she is. Like, I don't find her overly attractive at all. Mm. You know, but that's just me. Oh, it's just good marketing. But she's done something. She's hit a niche market. And that niche market is willing to spend hundreds and thousands of dollars over, a, you know, a couple of years mm. or thousands of dollars a year on products. Like, you know, I think I read somewhere that you only have to have a thousand followers that will buy a hundred dollars worth of merchandise a year, mm-hmm. and then you made a hundred thousand dollars. That's it. And she's obviously got way more than that. If she's getting four million subscribe, like um, Instagram followers, even if she go ten percent of that is buying something or donating a dollar, that's forty grand a year. And I'm sure they're donating far more than that. Good on her. Oh, good well on her. Done. Um, Move that cup over there. <laughs> hey, you tagged me in something. Did I? About the, the oh, not, yeah. not putting the drink on your <laughs> oh, music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank um, you, the hard times. Oh, I'm always getting yelled at in this studio. Uh, Turch, I've got an article for you. Oh, fantastic. What have you got for us? An a- MP, that's a member of parliament, uh-huh. has turned up drunk to a scheduled meeting to tackle alcoholism. <laughs> oh, please, tell me more. <laughs> I'm all for it so far. Um, the Molio Member of Parliament in Kenya <laughs> uh, sh- shocked his constituents on Thursday after showing up for a meeting drunk. 
The legislators' actions angered many of the area residents as the meeting was convened to discuss how to deal with the alcohol menace. Mr. Kimnami had to practically be hoisted over the fence and supported <laughs> to his seat before he was eventually ushered away from the venue. We were surprised what happened by our MP, who we look up to to help us deal with alcohol, came here drunk out of his wits, said one of the area residents. That's fantastic. He has brought us shame. <laughs> we used to love him, but his actions today left us in shock, added another. Was it the Kenyan? It seems like, you know, some of those African nations, I can't remember exactly, but it might have been Uganda, but I'm going to say Kenya, just for the sake of this story. Yeah. Was they were complaining that rich people in Kenya mm-hmm. were ordering pizzas from the U- UK and flying them in. Yeah. I, I kind of, I would love to, you know, Australian Parliament, pretty boring. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but I would love to sit, be the fly, you know, on the wall in that room where they're going, they're bringing in this guy that's stumbling to his feet, and they've got to drag him across the floor, um, just to get him into the room to talk about being drunk driving or you know alcoholism, <laughs> and he's the one that um, you know. Reaches Do you know how many of our MPs are drunk after six o'clock on a sitting day? I would say. Most of them, because sometimes they don't even rock up to Parliament. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go to the members' hall, they drink some wine, they turn up. I've had a few friends that um, have ended up going to you know, Canberra and working there and stuff yeah. like that. And they just say everything, like alcohol and food and stuff is really expensive over there. Because they just expect these MPs and ministers and people that work in the government sector. They all earn a little bit more in Canberra. Than everyone bit, else, yes. And then they just go to these restaurants and just drink. And a lot of them just go, oh, you're the minister, you know, works out and this and that. It's pretty interesting. Mm. Don't you get any ideas? I'm not dining you out of my CEO budget. <laughs> yeah. You know what? If you started that Patreon, maybe we can get somewhere and we get, we can, we can do a calendar. We can do a calendar? <laughs> do you want to do a calendar? What's 2020 a cal- calendar. Oh. <laughs> you and I? <laughs> we'll oh. see if we can sell it. We'll oh. do like a limited run of... <laughs> Only if who are these podcasts do it as well. I don't know if we can get them involved, but we'll definitely we I'm can definitely get it out there. <laughs> That's your challenge. We'll do six months. They do six months. We'll sell a calendar. It's just Carl. It's just Carl. Oh, I could use other co-hosts, I guess. Yeah. But def- we could do it. We could get yeah. uh, this. We can get um, we can get uh, some of our listeners to, to help out. Yeah. Some of our regular guests. That's it. Oh, that'd be that'd be a heap of fun. But you got to see it. We're gonna get that Patreon going. That's the big thing. Uh, and Kieran, when we finished up the episode last week, hmm. oh god, what did I do? I, no, I, t- I told you a story. <laughs> I told you a story uh, about the Uber driver. Yeah. Do, do you know why I said that? Why? Because people tell me, like, oh, you said this in the podcast. I don't yeah, remember. I don't remember. I've got no idea. We do these podcasts, and then I, I live my week, and then we, we record again. I. Like, I didn't even know I called that guy a wanker. That's very true. And I try to remember as much as I can for both of us, because I, yeah. Yeah, yeah when well, you're working with me, but, of but, course. But, that's right. But last week, um, you said, uh, you know, oh, excuse me, uh, I told you this story about 
our Uber driver when we went to a friend's birthday. Yeah. Because you were in Singapore and then and we... your Uber driver was very cautious. Yeah, yeah. So I she, thought I... She, I, I actually know. wanted to tell the story. Think, the more I thought about it, the more I had to tell the story on the podcast. Yeah. So here's the story, everybody. Kieran was in Singapore at the time. And I was on my way to a friend's birthday. Uh, with my partner and one of her friends. So we all met up at our house. We were having a few drinks. And my partner, Jess, called the Uber. And Jess, being the super racist that she is, said, Ooh, we've got a female driver. Mm. And everyone's like, oh, that's fine, whatever. And then she's like, ooh, Asian woman driver. That's interesting. Anyway, so the dri- Uber driver apparently parks out the front of our house, texts Jess and says, We're at the fr- I'm at the front, come on out. Anyway, we get out the front and halfway down our street is the is the Uber, Uber driver. driver. Yeah. I'm like, oh, that's all right. So we walk down to the Uber driver. I'm like, okay, not not off to a good start. <laughs> not off to a good She's start. She's living up to a stereotype. Yeah, living already. up to a stereotype. It's like, you know what? Like, you know, there's lots of cars around. Every, so, you know, I've had friends and oh, gone I've to the wrong house. Yeah, I've done it before. Yeah, you've gone to it exactly right. I've been waiting outside the wrong yeah, <laughs> don't judge her on that. <laughs> no, but the thing, like, I've had people not go to the right house and this and that because you know we moved in not too long ago. So we get into the car. And she's like, "Oh, hi, how you doing?" I'm like, yeah, all good. You know, off to the city, off for dinner, this and that. And then the next thing she says to us. Now, mm. remember, I did have this rant ages ago about Uber drivers not getting up to the standards that they used to be because I remember I've, I talked about how they. Don't give you the mints anymore, or don't give you yeah, water. There's no water. There's no mints. There's no mints. There's it's a no, very disappointing. You know, you can't experience. plug in your own music anymore. Yeah. It's all that sort of stuff. I think that at the start of this journey, she really upped her game because she goes to us. Oh, before we even left, we all got in the car. We all left. She said to us, "Oh, would you like some mandarins?" <laughs> Yes. And I'm like... And did you accept? Uh, no, that's okay. She goes, oh, it's okay. I picked them from my tree at home. And I'm like, that's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you could have done anything to these mandarins. Not that, not that I would you know, say that she would... Mandarins are wrapped up in a skin. You've got to peel them yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. You know, anyway, but safe. I saw them and they're sitting like in her console, like in between me, because I was sitting in the front seat next to her, obviously. And they were just sitting there. Mm. And I'm like, okay, I don't really want these. Anyway, we're having a bit of a laugh at the back. And we're driving forward. And she's driving very slow. Yes. Very uh, slowly, yes. Slower than walking pace, I would say, to fit between cars. And suddenly I'm like, uh oh, this is going to take a long time. It's meant to be a 25 minute drive. Yeah. 25 minute drive. So we're driving around, driving that. I have to explain to her on the way, I have to explain to her the road rules. <laughs> Like, there's a two-lane sort of thing. Now, let's juxtapose this please, for the please. moment. Because at this moment, I know I'm in Singapore. You're in I'm, Singapore. I'm in the hotel room. Yes. And at, at about this moment, I'm making a decision. Do I open the cheesels from the mini bar, or do I open up the, the chips? Yep. And I went with the cheesels. Cheesels, good choice. But I also learned that it was free. Oh, there wow. It was free charge. That's pretty good. I know. I found out afterwards. <laughs> You know, when I checked out, expected to pay the bill, and there was no bill. They're like, no, everything was complimentary. Oh, that's amazing. You could have taken everything. There was beer in oh, there. Now I'm very disappointed in you. I know. 
So we're still driving. So we're driving. So I just want you to know that that's what's happening at the well, moment. Well, it's good. I'm having this you're, internal you're pa- dialogue. You're, of, ha- you're part of the story. Of, I know. Am I having the? <laughs> am I having the cheesels or am I having the chips? It was a very. It was a very. You know. So we're driving down. I was also being health conscious. <laughs> I wasn't going to have both. You should have. Um, we're still dri- We're still driving. I'm teaching her the road rules. She's turning on her indicators about two kilometers earlier than she needs to. And I'm like, oh, okay, this is not very, very healthy. And at this point here, we're crossing Victoria Road, like near Brunswick Street and stuff yeah. like that. We're crossing over. And she didn't understand that you have to go straight into the intersection to the traffic island and then turn right. Yeah. She just expected that you had to turn right, but she wasn't in the right lane. She was actually sort of in the middle lane and she thought that would go straight. I'm like, no, you have to go straight because it's straight over the traffic going one way into the middle and then take a right. So for the listeners that don't understand. Yeah, it's a very confusing. Yeah. But nonetheless, she didn't understand this, this concept and I had to explain it to her. And that's when I got a call from you. <laughs> So at this point, I've now eaten the cheesels. You have eaten the cheesels. The cheesels have you looked, now been finished. I don't know what you were. You were definitely, um, I don't know, maybe full of carbohydrates and very yeah. happy with stuff. But I think you may or may not have had some alcohol. I think I also had some alcohol. <laughs> you were in a good state within your own personal being. Yeah. I had just had cheesels. <laughs> I think I had some uh, a, a gin and tonic. Yeah. A multiple two, or gin three. and tonics. <laughs> Complimentary tonics. So I get a phone call from you and I'm like, hey, we're on our way to our friend's birthday. This is a Facebook This is a Facebook video chat. And so I'm video chatting. You can sort of see the two girls in the back and our Asian driver next to us. Yeah. (laughs) And you're talking about, you know, it's like, I'm having a good time, this and that. Like, yeah, we're on our friend's birthday. We'll say hello for you. And then you're like, oh, I've got a story to tell you. About the hierarchy of Asian women. <laughs> I'm sitting next to this Asian woman driver who I already had issues with because she's not so good at driving. And then I got this friend out of nowhere <laughs> Facebook messaging me saying Asian women hierarchy. Which, which if you haven't listened to, to the previous to episode, listen to the previous <laughs> podcast where I explained this. Um, so that's why. I was like, oh my god, no, uh, dude, save it for the podcast, save it for the show. I thought fun. you hung up on me very abruptly. Yeah, I, and I did. And I was like, <laughs> I was like, he hung up on me. Why did he hang up on me? This is not good. Yeah, this is not this is not what Turch usually does. He usually I does. I know. I mean, I already something. had enough conflict that day because I had to choose between cheesels and chips. So I was like, I, I'm. I'm doing a weight loss do I, challenge. Do we stop the podcast now because of <laughs> church? Yeah. So we finally get to our destination. And this is in the CBD. We were going to the Hofbräu House, which is like a German-themed restaurant in Melbourne. And it's down Market Lane. Now, Market Lane is almost impossible to get down. You don't. You walk down You walk, Market yeah. Lane. You, get off, you get off in the Uber. You don't drive anyway, down Market Lane. Yeah. Guess who tried to drive down Market Lane? Your Uber driver. Our driver. Yeah. So we just said to her, no, just park to the side here on, uh, you know, on Burke Street and we'll just get out. She's like, oh, no, no. <laughs> I'll try to drive down Market Lane. Anyway, we convinced her to get out of the Uber on, on Burke Street and we finally walk across. And as I'm walking across, I'm just like, oh, thank God it's out. Like, we're actually like, 
instead of taking 25 minutes, it's nearly taken 40. Mm-hmm. That's how slow she was driving. And then I just hear from the back both Jess and her friend going, oh my God, we should have just gotten out of that Uber and got another one. She was so slow, so horrible. Asian women. <laughs> Asian drivers, the stereotype is real. And I'm like, yes, finally vindicated. <laughs> but it was very a very long drive. But the icing of the cake was you giving me a call and talking about the hierarchy of Asian women. In Singapore, and I'm like, I, I just gotta hang up, man. It was. You should have let me go. No, no, I was like, Jesus Christ, this is on. bad enough as it is. Like, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't do that to to us. But that was, it <laughs> was, was an experience. I was, I was, you know, I had to have another gin and tonic after that. Oh, I was sorry, right. I started on the beers. That was like the first beers I've had uh, during that keto diet, and I was. I was living the dream that night. Tell you what. Anyway, what news have you got for us? Well, ladies and gentlemen, because I know everyone's dying for their their weekly news uh, uptake. There are a number of music festivals around. And after a music festival, the cleaners have to come in and clean up. Church, what is the weirdest thing you think the cleaners have had to clean up from a music festival? The weirdest thing? Oh, I would have... If it's weird, I would say like condoms, maybe, or maybe cocaine or something like that. Like it have to be like drugs or, or sex objects. Are or you wrong? A poo in a bra in a tree. Some of the weirdest <laughs> things found <laughs> at the Glastonbury list by uh, glass by the Glastonbury uh, litter pickers. Yep. A mammoth operation is underway this week to remove every trace of the hundred and seventy thousand, hundred seventy five thousand. Glastonbury festival goers from the countryside. A team of 2,500 litter pickers have been working throughout the festival. And in the days since, to clear the fields of every scrap and waste left from a population the size of a small city. Uh, the story is rather boring after this, but the weirdest things they have found mm-hmm. a poo in a bra hanging in a tree. That's amazing. Uh, a cannonball. Mannequins. <laughs> Ball. And lost wallets and jewelry. Well, lost wallets and jewelry is sort of expected. Yeah. Pretty impressive. I found a mannequin <laughs> and a cannonball <laughs> and a cannonball and, and a poo in a bra up a tree. I could see. I s- want to know how that poo got in that bra and how that. Bra- no, well, I, that- I know how the I know how the bra got up in the tree because it was pooing it. I guarantee you. I know. I'm more inclined to. Uh, I'm. I'm more interested in how they got a cannon, like why they bought a cannonball in, than how the like how the poo got into the bra and then the bra got up the tree. Yeah, because I can just see like a woman does not want to use the female toilet. Have you ever been to a music festival? I have. The toilets are disgusting. They're disgusting, and I'm sure a woman's just gone. I don't want to do that. I'm gonna find somewhere hidden behind. I'll just poo in my bra because I'm not gonna wear it anyway at this music festival. And then she's just gone. What do I do with it? And I just throw it. Guaranteed that's what happened. That's a very logical explanation. Very logical explanation. But the thing is, for me, like, Glastonbury, I know that the UK itself is cracking down on firearms, are cracking down on knives. Like, you can't even, like... <laughs> but they've got a cannonball through. You can't even, like, in, in London, you can't even buy spoons and knives and forks unless you're over the age of 18. That's a law. Spoons? Spoons. Any sort of cutlery. How are they going to play spoons? <sighs> no idea. So, but this gentleman or lady, whoever it is, has got access to a cannonball 
and decided, you know where I'm going to bring this? I'm going to go into a music festival with this. So instead of carrying alcohol with them and smuggling in the alcohol, they're going to smuggle in, in a bag or like look like a pregnant lady. I don't know. But they've got it through security somehow and left a cannonball at a music festival. All of that, like just the thought process, like what is the purpose? It's heavy. It's not like a beach ball where you can throw it around and have some fun with it, you know, and know you're going to lose it. No, you're probably going to lose your, your cannonball as well. But you've got this extra addition, you know, this additional thing of having to get it through security. It's a challenge. I challenge you to your next music festival to take in a cannonball. <laughs> a cannonball. And poo in a bra and throw it up in a tree. <laughs> uh, you know, I the last festival I went to was like Big Day Out but like eight years ago. No, they don't even do Big Day Out. No, nah, they don't. They, neither, they don't do Soundwave anymore as well. Oh. Splendor in the Grass is coming up. Yeah, but there's no one I want to see. But I've, I've never never been to Splendor mm. in the Grass. Um, yes. It's pretty impressive. What is, like, the weird, like, you know, I don't even think what the weird, like, weirdest thing I saw at even a big day out and stuff like that. I just remember ditching my ex-girlfriend and running around going to see all the bands that I wanted to see. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, we'll meet back here and, like, you know, after this band and then just never reaching. Never, turn, never turning up again. Yeah. Um. Yeah, doing toilets are disgusting at music oh. festivals. Yes. Yeah, don't do it. Well, look, Kieran. Yeah. I'm gonna do a quick rip around the news. Okay. And then I've gone into my next article because I found some stuff, uh, about our two favorite topics, Trump and flat Earth. <laughs> and they're not real full articles, but I thought to myself I would just bring it up. Uh, so this is a Trump date, not a tr- not a Trump watch. Not a Trump watch. A tr- it's okay. a Trump date. Uh, he claimed that the revolution, it was uh, 4th of July. Yeah. He did his big speech and this and that. And during his speech, apparently, he claimed that the Revolutionary Army took over the airports in nineteen in 1775. <laughs> what the f- And then he blamed his teleprompters that had the wrong information on it when he was reading them. So he's blaming the teleprompters for getting that completely wrong. Uh, so you can look that up online. It's very funny. And also you can look up on YouTube is that Trump tells his uh, coughing chief of staff to get out of the Oval Office. Coughing chief of staff. Yeah, so... so Oh, his chief of staff that's coughing. Yeah, Yeah. so he's being interviewed about some financial things. Trump was like, they're going to be the best documents, the best financial statements. You'll get the... As soon as you see them, you'll see the best. In the back here, his chief of staff coughing. And they finish the take, and Trump looks at him and goes, get out, we're going to do that again. (laughs) (laughs) And everyone's like, oh, well, this horrible person throwing someone out of the office. I'm like, no, this guy's been on TV... He's done press release, this and that. He knows what is needed for the camera and for news and this and that. What you don't need is someone, someone in the, the Oval in the Office back- coughing in the background. So, completely vindicated in my opinion. But, uh, happy 4th of July to all our American fans out there. Very important. And then, a flat Earth update. The Earth is flat? Well, <laughs> they haven't figured that one out yet. But, a Spanish soccer team has renamed itself Flat Earth FC. They're in a 4th division. So they've moved up from uh, no division into the fourth division, and it's to promote the cause. How exciting. And the Flat Earth Australia group, who I'm still a part of, apparently... Uh, How is, we have not been kicked out of that I'm group. I'm still yet. waiting I for that. I don't know. They don't vet their, their followers No, well, no, do they? no. They, they, don't don't do to, <laughs> they don't have to do a quick search to find that my... Not that I use Facebook much anymore. Yeah. But it's filled with Kristen Hitchens. Yeah. Or me going, this is not real, or... Us yelling at each other on the podcast about Flat Earth and having yeah. a laugh at them. Uh, apparently, 
So this gentleman posted an article uh, complaining that regular people make fun of them because they use memes as evidence. <laughs> memes are not evidence. <laughs> and uh, yet the posts above it continue to use memes as evidence. <laughs> memes are not evidence. Memes are not evidence, but you know. Memes are hilarious. Fun. Memes are fun. Uh, not evidence to do anything like that. Do we have any memes? No, we should we should make some. Well, we got. Well, you know what is up on YouTube? Your oh, apology. Oh god. Oh, <laughs> which god. you can watch right now, and I highly recommend it. I fixed up the audio and this and that, and it's actually really fun. It's like five minutes long, so if you want to. I don't watch time. anything. I do it, and then I, I I'm one take. One man. and done. <laughs> one and done. I'm uh, out. I'm done. I do no more. Uh, fair enough. Well, look, we'll be talking about diets. We did a big challenge and this and that. Some very crazy news. Mm-hmm. The Department of Defense, U.S. Department of Defense, has uh, a plan to ban pizza and beer and push those members of the United States government, like all those mm. uh, Army, Air Force, and that, like the Defense Force, to move them into a keto diet only. They want the Defense Force. They to want be the in Defense a keto Force to doing keto only. So yeah, they were talking of converting the military diets. To keto, especially the Navy SEALs. So no beer, no burritos, no pizza, anything with carbohydrates, basically. Get them on a really low carb. Well, they're, they're more like, I think the SEALs are more like professional athletes. Yeah, they? exactly oh, right. Yeah. You um, want to be eating your diet, if you're a professional athlete, needs to be at a... at a. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, and they're t- talking about doing some uh, almost daily or w- at least weekly, but at least up to daily testing of that sort of stuff. And there's going to be a complete overhaul of the MREs, which are the medi ra- medi uh, meals ready to eat, like the ones out of the bags and stuff that heat themselves up and mm. stuff like that when they take you out, like the ration bags yeah, and stuff like right. that, which is super interesting because I c- can't think to myself, like let's say you're in the desert, mm-hmm. taking care of something like, you know, this and that. And okay, first of all, I found out recently that the US military... <laughs> Yeah. is not allowed to have pornography. So if you're mm. in America, you can't have pornography on your computers. If you're in the military. In the military. Yeah. If you go overseas, yeah. you also can't watch pornography or have any sort of pornography with you. So that old thing of like, they used to have pin-ups and, yeah. you know, have, uh, like all the Playboy magazines passed around, completely thing and you can get in trouble for having those. Right. So imagine you're in the middle of nowhere, like, you know, Afghanistan, Iraq, and this and that, and you're just, you know, being security, basically, glorified security. And then after a 10-hour shift of standing in the sun, you can't even go back and have a wank. No, you can. You just can't use... There's no pornography. There's no material. You've got to use your mind. That's right. So imagine all of that, and now they're going to take away your ability to have beer and pizza. And pizza. Fun, and pizza. Oh, they're going to be right. It's going to be, be right. It's, yeah. So I thought at the start, I thought, oh, that's good. Like, like you, like you were Navy SEALs. Yeah. You should really take care of the thing. Wait, no porn, no beer, no pizza that I would probably kill myself. <laughs> like, let's put it out there. So very interesting. I feel very sorry for them. Uh, maybe they can put all their extra money and get some Belle Delphine uh, pictures or whatever they, they're up for in there. But it's very, very sad to sort of hear. It is sad. You know, they, they deserve better than that, especially around 4th of July. 
Unbelievable oh. church. I've got another article for you. What have you got over there? Um, well, let's go on the theme with defence force and security and, yeah. and police. Uh, a man posing as a police officer. A Florida man. Oh, Florida man is back at it. Posing as a police officer. Pulled over an actual police officer this week. <laughs> oh. Barry Hastings Jr. was arrested was arrested for impersonating an officer when he attempted to pull over an off-duty county sheriff's deputy, according to the police. <laughs> the deputy was driving uh, on I-4 when a black Crown Victoria and white and amber lights pulled behind him with emergency lights activated. Amazing. After the deputy pulled his vehicle to the shoulder, the sheriff's office said Hastings, 35, told him to slow down. So wait, this guy who was act- pretending to be a police officer, like, wasn't just dressed up walking around. He had a vehicle. He had a vehicle. Set yep. up, and he was yep. pulling people over. When the deputy twice asked Hastings for his credentials, Hastings insisted he was an officer and that his cred- credentials were at his office, which <laughs> said he offered to the lead the deputy to the station to get them. Hastings fled when the deputy said he would contact law enforcement and dialed 911, but was stopped by a, a Hillsborough County Sheriff's deputy when he exited the highway, officials said. <laughs> this is just... Oh, what a story. So, a fake cop got pulled Why over by... Why is he pulling over someone? <laughs> what do you think he's going to get out of it? What? I, I can understand... Going into like a fast food place because you get like a millet, like you know, you get a either a military discount or a mm. law enforcement discount, like you know, that because that's what they do. Like, I know in McDonald's in Australia for cops and fire brigade and ambulance guys, oh, they, they give to, them, you know, yeah, 50% discount. discount or 75% yeah. discount, this and that, because they like one, they like the presence around, and two, you know, they're doing a good job, an important job, and it's the least they can do, mm. you know, keep them off the keto diet for as long as they possibly can. That's it. Um, uh, but I would never go, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to pull people over and, what, write them a ticket? He mustn't have been doing this very long because I could see a bunch of people, unless he was scamming people, that's a great scam, pull over people, here's a ticket, pay it at this bank account, and it's his own bank account. That's a top scam. That is a top scam. But not very not very thought out. No. No, no. no there's better scams. Yeah, uh, you know, like our pyramid scheme that we're signing up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very we're, good. We're starting I'd, a pyramid scheme. Yeah, well, why not? We can. It's it, it involves our calendar that we're making. <laughs> oh, yeah, right. Oh, that's why we need our Patreon for uh, you know, so we can do that that sort of stuff, and, he, and people can hear our review of our old podcasts. I don't know how we're going to do that, but I'll work something out. I think that'll be really funny to do. <laughs> Review our old podcast. <laughs> You're really up for that. I am up for it. <laughs> I am up for it. And then I'm up for maybe not, you know, the week after that, but in a few weeks' time, yep. we're going to review who are these podcasts. Done, done, done. I'm, I'm, I think we said in that show that we'll pretend to be them, yeah. and maybe we could pretend to be them to review their own podcast. Yes. <laughs> we'll be the it's Australian like Inception. It, double Inception, that's right. That's yeah. like when he was playing our clips of us playing the clips from his show. Yeah. Inception, Inception, Inception. But nonetheless, Kieran, I think that we can wrap this. And then they can review the one that we do of yeah. them. <laughs> or they can review the review that we do of our reviews. <laughs> Of our episodes. 
Fuck, that's terrible. But anyway, Kira, I think we can wrap this episode up. What do you think? Yeah, I think so. I'm out of articles. Oh, man, I'm done too. And look, for all you lovely people over there, all you lovely wankers out there, for all your wanking needs, please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, SoundCloud, YouTube, where we've got the video of Kieran uh, saying his apology for losing the weight loss challenge. And obviously on Spotify, where we're actually getting a few, few, uh, few, li- few listeners, which is nice to see. The stats are going up and the followers are nice too, so make sure you click that follow button and uh to make sure you get all the latest updates on that and if you'd like to send us a review funnily enough or a rant or a death threat or anything else please email us at we only do one take podcast at gmail.com kieran thank you for another fantastic episode oh you're welcome you're welcome (laughs) that's nice to lay there and we'll see you (laughs) next i I, I had tuned out i was gone yeah that's right i was was in another world then and uh we'll see all you lovely wankers next thursday Listened to the, the latest episode. I'm uh, halfway through it. Yeah, I've never that, that movie review guy. Yeah. Well, what came out of it? I found out that Podcoin is a thing. Yes. I have now have 278 Podcoins. Very, oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> I'm sticking with the Bitcoin. I just listened to it. No, no, Podcoin. Podcoin is is the is the you listen to 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 podcasts and you get Podcoins, ah. which you can then cash in. For like a twenty dollar gift card, when you get like twenty thousand podcoins. Oh, see, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, you should download Podcoin. I probably should. Not all. No, but they've actually got a, a a decent selection. Are we on Podcoin? No, we're not on Podcoin. Oh, we should do that. We should be on Podcoin. I think we should. Yeah.